If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt Men, your source for all things professional wrestling. I'm Ajazarian, and I'm joined by the man that is forever on a liquid diet, Rich Stambolian. Howdy ho, baby. Howdy ho. Howdy ho. Ooh, look I'm at that. Representing... Shirt. Representing that Matt Men the podcast T-shirt. What's going on, Matt man? Men, the podcast T-shirt. I'm rocking a different mm-hmm. podcast T-shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan, the guy that does all our Photoshop. So if you guys want, do the watch-alongs with us, uh, it becomes a real um, S show. I'm censoring myself mm-hmm. today. I was told that I was cursing too much, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to censor myself today. No, no, from uh, one of the advertisers, mm. well, uh, the ad company. So I'm going to I'm going to try to be good today. So if you're watching the watch-alongs, which is which is a total insanity. <laughs> Uh, filled mm. four-hour stream. Uh, Jonathan makes these crazy photoshops on the fly. You know, mm. like he'll 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 just make these crazy photoshops of me. Uh, Rich will put me in very bizarre predic- predic- predicaments, uh, like taking a dump. Uh, I think I was taking a noodle <laughs> dump, and <laughs> like by a tree as enchanté. So it becomes a whole thing. Uh, so he he sent me the shirt. It says "Make Podcast Great Again," and I absolutely love it. Uh, credit to him. If he's in the chat room, guys, put it in the chat. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. If he sends it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to wear this, and we were talking before the show. I'm like, how many dweebs are going to complain that I'm wearing this? Mm-hmm. You, know? you definitely do like six dabs in a row while wearing that shirt. You want me to do it? Dabbing. Dabbing dry. was my fate. So why did everybody love the dab? You want me to do it again? Because it's terrible. It we okay. Yes. Okay. Please. Here we go. I like yeah. how you have to set it up, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go. boy. Uh, guys, we do have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we're doing a show on a Friday. Uh, not our regular time frame. You know, by the way, I think dweebs needs to become a thing for the show. Irks and dweebs. We're going to start mm. calling people Urkels, and we're going to start calling people dweebs. That's what we're doing now. That, that's what about that's the direction. Jerkles? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... A, uh, did you watch Family Matters when you were a kid? Oh, I love that show, man. I think Eddie uh, Eddie Winslow called him Steve Jerkle at some point. Oh, my God. My brother, this is this is the God's honest truth, and then we'll go into wrestling. My brother mm-hmm. thought that uh, the grandmother on, on Family Matters, Grandma Rose? Yeah. The, like the old grandma, was my great-grandmother, just like a little darker. Like convinced. Convinced. Convinced that that was wow. Yaya. Convinced. Wow. Uh, and then we were trying to explain to him. I'm like, listen, this is like an older black woman. Your great grandmother's mm-hmm. not black, nor on TV. Would not care. Uh, that was that was our great grandmother. But she's so famous. He's your she's, brother's like really off the boat, right? Off the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she's so famous, <laughs> brother, brother Andrew. Why is Yaya so famous? Why is Yaya so famous? Um. So a lot to talk about today. Rich, we did a watch along. You joined us for a little bit on uh, on Sunday. That was a lot of fun for Extreme Rules. Really <laughs> I enjoyed was there it. for almost the whole thing. Were you? No, you left. I'm pretty sure. No, you came in no. later. You came in later. I came in late and I stood there for like two hours just talking about how Samoa Joe looks like Hugo Savinovich. Dude, that was the best. And we got the photoshops of that. Um, that was phenomenal. You know what we should do? We should have a page on the website. 
for on the Madman site that uh, all mm-hmm. the photoshops go on, or we just start oh, posting yeah. it on Patreon like a lunatic and not explain what's going on. Absolutely, just start Absolutely. posting those photoshops on there. Uh, that's going to be our uh, our OnlyFans tier. Yeah, that's our OnlyFans <laughs> tier. Just my bizarre photoshops. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was fun. Listen, I enjoyed it because I was doing it with everybody, but I rewatched it on mm-hmm. Monday. And I was like, yuck! It was a a bizarre show. Um, mm. which we'll talk about a little bit. I do want to concentrate more on what happened during the week because it was a very yeah, good yeah. week for wrestling. Uh, I thought NXT was a good, really good show. I thought AEW knocked it out of the park, and you could tell by the viewership it really helped. They had a they had a big boost in viewership week over week. Um, oh yeah, uh, you know we're starting to realize that there's really only about a million a million and a half people that are willing to watch this weekly mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. Um. When it comes to wrestling, it's kind of in line with mm-hmm. what we're getting with Raw and SmackDown and everything else. Um, right. I, it might be time to start talking about what if AEW or NXT moved their day. Might you be think time so? to start discussing. I'll tell you, uh, it, 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 I think the conversation would be healthy to have, especially mm-hmm. for a- NXT, which is not getting a lot of love over the last you know year. Uh, mm. By the way, today, I believe today was the day last year when they announced AEW was debuting on TNT in October. Oh, wow. So think, just think about that. You know, first of all, it feels like 10 years ago at this point, right? Mm. Um, so let's, let, where do you want to start, Rich? You pick. Let's, let's quickly go over Extreme, extreme Rules. The horror show. The horror show. At Extreme, at extreme Rules. rules. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was I would say a C. a C C yeah maybe I'll go C minus I give it a C maybe I'll yeah I'll give it like a weak C it's bordering on C minus for me yeah you know what I'm in the same boat as you I 100 I percent yeah. agree uh, let's go and down the card uh, very quick show it ended at like mm. nine thirty very very quick I like show. that yeah you know right before I think we were talking about before you came on we were talking about you know when are they gonna end the show. I can't see with seven mm-hmm. matches how they're going to run late, but they ran. I thought it was very quick, ended very fast. Uh, that that aspect I liked. Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Owens, Buddy Murphy. He's just Murphy now. Pre-show match. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one, Rich, because you came in after. Uh, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, I was just like hanging out all day on Sunday and totally yeah. forgot the paper he was on. And then I was like, I saw a tweet from you. And then I was like, oh, I should go and do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to tell you. I, I mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know why it was a C show because there were many matches that I very much liked. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the problem with the show was the finishes. They had a very okay um strange way of doing these finishes, and we'll talk about it. Right? So the opening match, which I absolutely love, was Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> defeating the New Day, consisting mm-hmm. of Biggie and Kofi Kingston for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. They ran 10 great. minutes and 25 seconds. Man, what a great match. Very good match. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of it? Uh, I enjoyed it, but I think I agree with you that it's it should have been a higher rated show for both of us. But I do think the shortness of some of the matches maybe had something to do with it. This was like a quick 10 minute match and I enjoyed it. Yeah, very good match. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I was not expecting it, and that's always the best part of it, right? When you're surprised by mm-hmm. the match. Uh, then you had Bailey with Sasha Banks defeating Nikki Cross with Alexa Bliss. 
for the WWE SmackDown ta- uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. She retained. I thought this was mm-hmm. a phenomenal match. I thought Nick- Nikki Cross looked great. Bailey has come to life in this new character. Uh, Sasha Banks has come to life in this new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a very, very good match. I really like 12 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, long enough. Great. So far, we're we're doing well, right? So far, we we are on a on a good track. There were there's so far three mm-hmm. matches, three pretty good matches. Now you had uh, Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio. If it wasn't for the the stipulation of this match, I would have said mm-hmm. this was an unbelievable match. You know what what ruined that match for me? <laughs> the eyeball gouging. No, Seth Rollins puking after the match. I feel like if honestly, if like if they didn't have him puke to show like some kind of remorse, I would have been fine with that. I would have been like, I, I would have been fine. I would have been happier if Seth was like, and I'll take your other eye next time and then walked away uh, instead of being like, oh, no, I did something wrong. So, and then like I, threw up, you know, I thought it was. I think the whole concept was hokey. So him vomiting didn't really affect mm. that concept of, of the match for me. Mm-hmm. What? I, I, so for people who don't know, at the end of the match, if you were paying attention, you got to see Rey Mysterio's eyeball out of his mm-hmm. eye. Right? They had a they had right. a I guess a glass eye that they were using that was bloodied. Um, it wasn't just supposed to be that. They actually mm-hmm. edited out the CGI effects uh, where you got to see the eye out more. Vince mm. hated it. He thought it looked really bad, so he removed it and just they went with that aspect. Um, that's why there was this weird mm. cut at that point. I don't know how much that would have affected the match. If Vince is saying that it was hokey, it had to have been hokey. Yeah, oh yeah. So, alright, listen, good match, weird ending, okay, fine. Mm. Now we're at another match with a very bizarre ending that I did not understand the concept of this booking. This was a booking disaster. Uh, Asuka, uh-huh. the champion with Kyrie Sane versus Sasha Banks with Bailey. It ended in a no contest. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So the mm-hmm. way they did this was, um, uh, let me pull this up. The way they did this is that there was a bizarro ref bump. Uh, the match was really good. Sasha looked great. Looked great. Um, mm. they, had this bizarro finish where there was a ref bump, there was a miss spot, and Bailey put on the uh, the ref shirt and counted the pin and saw and they rang the bell and Sasha was the champion leaving. Obviously, it's like a that no ending. contest. Um, but mm-hmm. think about the day of, right? They did not say the day of that this is a no contest. This doesn't count. She stole the belt. They they went with this weird. Uh, no contest, essentially, right? Where she took the belt yeah. and left. We also saw saw a bizarre moment where um, they didn't list this, surprisingly. I don't know why this is not on the list here for the results, but we saw MVP uh, claim to be the champion, right? Yeah, okay. and they just, uh, apparently they just signed him to like a long-term deal. Okay, so that that that's going to play a part in this, but Apollo Cruz yeah. could not compete because I believe he has COVID. Uh, so right. they did this weird thing where the champion couldn't uh, compete, and now the champion is who is who's the champion? I don't know. MVP. It's MVP, and you got Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, 
we got to talk about the new nation also. That's a whole separate thing. We got to talk about That's but, a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go into that later. <laughs> so, uh, Apollo Crews, by the way, is still the champion. According to WWE.com, hmm. Apollo Crews is the U.S. champion. And Asuka is the women's champion, the Raw women's champion. So I don't know how they've decided this. <laughs> it's like how two they... weird hokey finishes in the same pay-per-view. Yeah, very hokey finish. And then we got a third hokey finish at the end, which we'll talk about. So then you had Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. defeating Dolph Ziggler. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, that's over. Didn't really care for that match. Uh, I checked you, out during that match, big that time. And then you had yeah. Bray Wyatt facing Braun Strowman in a wide swamp fight. Um, loved okay. it. Loved it. It was cool. 100% it was loved fine. it. It was yeah. fine. Uh, the finish was weird. Who won? Bray Wyatt, Who won the right? match? Did he? It was it was like the end of uh it was like what like Jason goes to hell and you see like the Freddy Claw come back yeah I, I who knows who won there was no finish so you had mm-hmm. one match with no finish which is that you had mm-hmm. Sasha take the belt you don't know who the champion is and there was a there was a false mm-hmm. finish there then you had MVP uh claiming to be the champion because Cedric uh, uh Apollo Cruz couldn't compete where is mm-hmm. Cedric by the way. I don't know. That's a good question. Somebody tell me where he is. Um, he he was on was, Raw on Monday. Yeah, but I'm shocked they're not moving him more, doing more with him. Well, wasn't wasn't he affected by the whole Paul Heyman thing? Like anybody yeah, so. who was a Paul Heyman guy kind of got like, apart from Oscar, doesn't really get as much TV time as they used to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm surprised they cooled off that fast on him because he's super talented. Uh, Same thing with Ricochet, man. Like they cooled off on Ricochet like big time. Yeah, it's that WWE mentality, man. This is really weird. I'm gonna tell you something. They mm-hmm. WWE's website okay? is like a total clusterfuck. It's is it like the Impact website? <laughs> it's like the no, no, not like the Impact website mm-hmm. that Josh Matthews made in WordPress. Um, mm-hmm. so whatever. That was a show. It was a C show. Fine. Now on Monday, yeah. Uh, are we getting a new Nation of Domination? So apparently the rumor was they called Farouken specifically to usher in a new nation of domination, but at the last minute they changed plans. Yeah. And they what are they calling them? The big hurt or the hurt factory? Hurt factory? I don't know. Is that I what forgot it what it was. Yeah, it was like I, I forgot what MVP kept saying, but it was like it was like the hurt factory. It wasn't the hurt locker, the hurt business. Yeah. The hurt business? It was the Hurt Business, which is fine. That's a good name for a stable. Uh, It gives Lashley, it definitely gives Lashley and Shelton Benjamin something to do because as much as I'm lukewarm on MVP, he is very solid on the mic. Yeah. You know, and I think he's a good, what WWE now needs, like like a guy like MVP, who's a good utility player in the same way that, you know, they have Rey Mysterio who can do anything with anybody, right? I think MVP can talk up a good program and you always want to see him get his comeuppance, right? Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, but, I guess, right? Yeah. It, it's, huh? Are you falling asleep? I, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm trying to figure this out, right? So mm-hmm. they, I have no hope that WWE would have been pulling this off successfully, this new nation concept. 
By the way, the new nation. Like if they concept, actually came out and had like new nation, like this is the new nation. This of is domination. the new nation. Yeah, this is the nation of domination. It's back. You know, they wanted to do this with uh, the new mm-hmm. day. That was the original. They, they wanted to do this a while ago with them, mm-hmm. and they didn't feel comfortable at that time to do it because how mm-hmm. is it going to reflect of the company, right? Because these guys right, were right, originally right. heels. It's an old black faction majority, except mm-hmm. for Owen Hart, obviously, right? And um, and the guys from Memphis. Uh, I, first of all, Owen Hart in the Nation of Domination is very bizarre, very bizarre, it's great. very it's uncomfortable. Great. Great. So, um, you now with everything happening in the world, you're going to have the Nation mm-hmm. of Domination on TV as a heel. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to go over well. Mm-hmm. I think somebody got a hold of them and said, "Guys, maybe we should rethink this." Maybe no, but I do like the stable. It it gives everybody yeah, something to do, you know. And you know, if they're if they're going more towards that, WWE keeps teasing like a trios thing, right? And they have been for like a few years, right? You had the Wyatt family, you had the New Day, you had the Shield, um, you had Sammy Cesaro and Nakamura. So maybe this time it'll stick with some kind yeah. of trios deal, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. By the way, Owen Hart was in the Nation of Domination because he was the Black Heart. Right. That's Matt. That's why. Dave in our chat. Pretty fantastic. The, uh, assist on that. So, uh, I don't know. Raw was Raw. It's fine. They're leading into something. I don't know what. Also, SummerSlam, they finally announced that it's not going to be held in Boston. They said to be determined for the location. Uh, mm. I don't know if that means that they're not going to do it at the Performance Center. Because originally, that's where they were planning on doing mm. it, was a Performance Center. But I don't see why they couldn't do an empty building. You know, do it in Boston, be in the big building, yeah. uh, attempt that, do something with that. I, I, I'm curious why they couldn't just do the building uh, if, you know, everything else is slowly coming back. Mm-hmm. If they take responsibility and they do an empty building, they could possibly have some sort of different in aesthetics, which is a big problem for I, them at this point. I got a pitch for that. Give me straight up, straight up. Do it in like somebody's backyard. Yeah, you want to come here, like guys. You want to do use like, my backyard? Yeah, <laughs> set up a ring in Andrew's backyard. Like a straight up, just like a backyard brawl uh, for SummerSlam. You know, like with a like Vince's Vince's uh, like Vince's backyard with the pool where he used to book all the matches with Pat Patterson. Oh, love you know, it. like. It's summertime, right? Have everybody just hanging out by the pool, and then when they're ready to do their matches, you know, somebody somebody plays their uh, entrance through like a home speaker system, and that's it. That'd be a lot of fun. Well, but you know what? WWE not? doesn't doesn't yeah. do fun. They don't do fun. I, I mean, but they have the ability to do this, right? Like, here's mm. a perfect time. You 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 have this stale aesthetic with all the shows you're producing because it's the same same mm-hmm. building for every show every week. Right. NXT's at full sale. This is at the Performance Center. They both look identical mm-hmm. to each other. Everything looks the same. Mm-hmm. The matches all look the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Even down to the fact that that Impact pay per view on Saturday, which I which I did enjoy, mm-hmm. um, it's it looked like they were doing it from the Performance Center because everybody's oh, yeah. the same way. <laughs> I, I honestly, yeah. I, I was I was trying to figure out what the hell they were because it looked exactly like what WWE is doing. Why couldn't WWE say, you know what, guys, this year's SummerSlam is going to be a bash at the beach? Uh, that'd be amazing. Okay. Set up the freaking ring. Have the tarp mm-hmm. on top. Have the beach in the background. Have the wrestlers in, like, lounge chairs, in bathing mm-hmm. suits, just chilling. 
You know, the ones that aren't on the show, you can fill it up with a couple, maybe a couple hundred people around the ring. There you go. You just created something unbelievable that's going to get you major press. Mm, it's going to look great. It's going to look different. It's going to be anything at this point. Anything except for that performance center will do. So maybe that is something they're thinking about doing because uh, mm. originally, actually, you know what's really funny? We are now, let me see, we're in July, right? Today was yes. going to be the first live show for WWE. In, uh, for, wow. For today, it was supposed to be today. July 24th was going to be the first live show back at uh, Lakeland, Florida. And I believe I think, the month, what? I think when COVID started, this is all we talked about for like two weeks, right? Like, who, when is WWE coming back? And we both of us were like, maybe SummerSlam, but clearly that's not happening. What I find really funny is that they never, uh, they never, I, I never heard anything about SummerSlam being in front of a live crowd ever, which I find that bizarre. But I did hear the 24th and the 27th being in front of a live crowd. So what they would have okay. probably done was film two weeks worth of TV. So 24th, they would have filmed two mm-hmm. weeks worth of SmackDown, uh, two weeks worth of uh, Raw on the 27th. Perform- NXT would have still been in the uh, in full sale, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then they just go on like that every two weeks. They go back to that old schedule. And for production reasons, way better. You're filming mm-hmm. every, you know, you got four, four shows in two days. Um, yeah. Now the date, apparently, is it was supposed to be the end of August. That's what I was told, and now it looks like it's mm-hmm. going to be bumped to the end of September. Wow. With, uh, I'm curious what they're going to do with the 30th, because there is a network special happening on the 30th, the following week after SummerSlam, so that might be the Women's Evolution 2 pay-per-view. Possible. Okay. I don't know. Everybody got very quiet about everything after the whole Velveteen Dream thing. I think I upset a couple people with that. By the way, where the hell is he? Mm-hmm. He's stalking you. Where is Velveteen? Let's find out. That's a weird thing, because I feel like every day somebody's been tweeting at you about that. About Velveteen? I don't have an answer. Yeah. What I was told is that most likely he was going to be fired the week, the following week after that incident. On Friday, I was told mm-hmm. that there's a... Uh, and I did say I was not able to confirm this with a second or third person about the date of the firing, mm. but that his days were numbered a hundred percent. There's no coming back from mm. this. So listen, it's a legal thing. So they're holding, they're waiting. I don't know beyond it. This is what, this is exactly what was said to me. So it, it, we'll see what happens, but I don't know, man. SummerSlam bash at the beach might, might be a cool idea. Yeah, that would be great. But you know what? Again, we we've established the fact that WWE doesn't do fun. They don't do fun no. stuff like that. I think they're like I think their mentality is let's leave fun to the indies. We're doing serious entertainment programming right now to fulfill our duties to our sponsors. So if you don't like it, you can not watch. Yeah. Very you know? easy. Like it's just it's like an odd thing because like from a fan's perspective, I find it very tiresome to watch the COVID era WWE product. Right. Um, especially with the storyline stuff that's going on where it's like, oh, this would be so good in front of a crowd. And then you look over at AEW and yeah, they're kicking ass every week. But I got a question for you, Andrew. Yes, sir. Do you think if they didn't have Daly's place, 
they would also be in the same situation of just having dudes wrestle like in a friggin' warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Because we saw them do that. Remember they did. Didn't they do a show in Atlanta? Mm -hmm. That one show out of the gym. Yeah. So I I think that would have been the case for them. Uh, They're very fortunate. They have Daly's place because the show looks magnificent every single week. Mm -hmm. It looks great. And that remember how weird that building was the first show that they ran where the hard camera was facing a brick wall. Yeah. You know, they were able to adapt very quickly to figuring Absolutely. out how to make how to make that show look good instead of it's like WWE was just shooting the, an empty crowd for weeks. Mm-hmm. And then AEW was shooting, you know, the stage. So uh, kudos to them for being able to do this. Uh, another WWE news. Um, it looks like Evolve is 100 percent going on the network by the end of the year. I'm also hearing yeah. WXW. Yeah which I'm very surprised about. I don't know why WXW. I haven't heard anything about that. This is WrestleVotes is saying this. We, we spoke about Evolve a while ago that they were going to go on and WWE was looking to incorporate a lot of indies on their network. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are going to be very uh, happy about this. If, if you're a current indie operating, that you have your content on the network, considering it's going to be a very difficult uh, climb for these companies mm-hmm. to return back and to have crowds and everything. So if they can make some sort of money, that'd be great. Uh, Did you have coffee today? No. Why? Because you're very droopy. Am I droopy? You want me to liven it up? You sound, you sound like you're reading a book report. Jesus, I, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Uh, it's fine. Snap out of it. Yeah. Get, so get De- Deacon. Deacon, know, bring, bring this Deacon? guy some coffee. Deacon, I need Splash some coffee, hot coffee please. in his face. I need coffee. I want him to splash hot coffee in your face and then splash oh. hot coffee in your lap. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Wednesday. Wednesday was a great night for wrestling. Wednesday was freaking beautiful, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So where do you want to you want to go into this on AEW? Well, I try to get the. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Coffee. I would love to. So um, they announced a uh, like. At the end of last week, at the beginning of this week, that Cody Cody's doing the um, the open challenge for his TNT title, right? So this week they announced a huge indie star will be facing Cody. And me and Andrew were like, who's it going to be? I was like, Rusev, maybe, you know? Yeah. Um, but when Kofi, uh, when Kofi Kingston, when Eddie Kingston Kofi showed Kingston. up, I lost my mind. That dude, that dude is one of the top five promos in the business right now. Holy moly. That mm-hmm. promo was fire. Fire. Yeah. By the way, can we talk about Eddie Edwards kind of looking like Eddie Kingston now? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I agree he has, with that. He has, the, he has like a weird look for whatever reason. When I was watching that Impact uh, main event, uh, I honestly yeah. thought it was Eddie Kingston. For like a good five minutes, <laughs> you, I don't know why. Do you have a do you have a facial dysplasia with every Eddie that you ever? Every know? Eddie looks the same to me. Every, <laughs> every Eddie. Eddie looks like crazy Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Eddie oh. Kingston. They're all the same to me. All crazy the Eddies. Eddie man. I, I used to love Crazy Eddie. Yeah, uh, crazy Eddies. Mm-hmm. Lowest prices. I, I never. Not to go there, but I used to love the commercials, and this is like a weird throwback to like the eighties. Um, was Crazy Eddie regional, or Crazy was that Eddie nationwide? Was regional. No, regional. Okay. Oh, thank okay. you. Okay. Just brought me coffee, not Deacon. That's very sweet. Mm. Oh my god, this this coffee is like mud. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought, dude, opening match, right? First match, you mm-hmm. had 
a thumbtack spot. You had insanity. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. wild, that match. It was probably, mm-hmm. I, I really want to say it was probably Co- uh, Cody's best match of his career. I Honestly, I agree with that. He, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of... Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Mankind, where yeah. he brought out he brought out that viciousness of out of Shawn Michaels, and I think now it's like now it's time to take Cody seriously. And I, it, it Eddie Kingston's so good on the mic that when he was like, "You're you've been wrestling children for the past like who knows how many months," yeah, right. And he was like, "I'm a goddamn man. Here are my thumbtacks." You know, great spot, great like I'll fake the injury to the leg and all that. I still can't believe Cody took that thumbtack. Like, good for him. Yeah, uh, I didn't expect him to take it. Right? Did you expect it? To, uh, I mm. thought they were going to do like reversal, reversal, and Kingston will take that take that spot. Right. Uh, didn't didn't happen that way. Cody freaking took it, mm. and it was nasty. There was thumbtacks all over his back and his elbow. They're bleeding everywhere. Um, mm. the. Kingston did an unbelievable job with the knee injury. Uh, he played possum a bunch of times, but at the end, it was actually hurt, and Kofi won with a figure four where Kingston tapped out. He sat on the ramp for a while. I mean, top to bottom, he was phenomenal. Top to bottom, mm-hmm. this guy was fire. Uh, Queens his own, Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Do you Jade think uh, Jamaica you think, Queens? You think they're going to hire him? <sighs> uh, somebody is. I'm going to tell you that mm-hmm. somebody's going to hire this guy. <laughs> There's no question about it. I, I can't imagine him not mm-hmm. getting hired by AEW or, or anybody else. I, I mean, how can you not hire him? He's yeah. so freaking good and, and a major asset. Yeah. You know, I, I think for AEW, it, it would be the best thing. I, he may, I don't know how much he'll tone it down in WWE, but this is a guy, you know, he was an impact. Uh, he had a great run in Impact uh, with mm. um, they called him King, right? He, he was name was King. Yeah, yeah. He was he everywhere. Was, yeah, he was doing LAX, and he had a feud with Conan, mm. and it was like this uh, LAX versus LAX original LA. I thought that was a great job. He's been on fire in in NWA, and now we're seeing him in Impact uh, mm. in Impact Jeez, in AEW, which phenomenal, great job, loved mm. it. loved everything about it. I, I can't even. There was nothing wrong. With anything with that match. By the way, mm-hmm. Kingston is 38 years old. This guy is going to get paid now. This is the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I thought that he's was in, really he, good. I think he's approaching like his prime right now. Because that was a very stiff, well-worked match. And this dude has worked everywhere, right? Like He's worked everywhere apart from WWE. So like, talking about was stiff. Worked, yeah. Did you, did you see Darby Allin nearly die oh he got as soon as his head as soon as he he had the enzo he got enzo right like as soon as his face hit that rope oof like that looked like it hurt and he was ragged all the entire time oh my god uh uh, so pretty much what happened starks came out and hit him from the back and i guess it was a little too hard and he snapped off the uh, the rope and got knocked out. I mean, it looked bad when when he did it. Mm. I thought he was. I was like, oh, he's either knocked out or he's selling really well. But the concern on uh, the, the concern on Starks's face after yeah. he he started pummeling him and he's not really moving well was mm. it just told the whole story right there. And then this poor guy took a nasty power bomb 
after he was knocked out on the ramp, it just it could not have been good for him. Could not have been a comfortable time for him at that moment. Just looked really nasty. Uh, and what else did you like from AEW? Everything. The whole show was top to bottom excellent. Um, so in the first, this is something I kind of wanted to talk about too. In the first half an hour of the show, not only did you get great wrestling, you got three awesome promos. One from Moxley, one from Eddie Kingston, and one from MJF. What right? was the thing first that Moxley half an hour. was saying? Moxley said that he had a surprise for everybody. What was the surprise? The bat? I think so. That was it? Yeah. Huh. Oh. Um, Butcher and the Blade versus Young Bucks was freaking fantastic. Dude, I love the Butcher and the Blade. Love them. Same here. <laughs> love them. I love uh, the Butcher. The, love him. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Um, we got we had Diamante versus Evil East, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, we had mm-hmm, Alan Angels versus Hangman. <laughs> that that ended very well with Brody Lee coming out, Kenny showing up. You know, FTR making the save on Hangman, and Kenny coming. Kenny coming late told the whole story. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That that was the best part. Um, I, I, I here's the thing though. What do you think they're going to do with Kenny? You think he's going to go full heel? I have like a weird suspicion with what they're going to do with Kenny. Uh, I think they're going to turn him, and they're going to turn him while they're doing, um, no crowd shows. But when the crowds come back, he's going to go full babyface. I think they're going to turn him. And you're going to see Hangman join FTR. Um, Kenny maybe turning on the Bucks. And then Kenny teaming with somebody else in the company. Because I think, I think this is going to... Go ahead. Uh, no, unless, you know, if he does a cleaner gimmick, which that's what they're alluding to, right? He's going to be the cleaner. Mm. There's no way the crowd is booing that Kenny. There's no way. Right. There's no way he's a heel. Um because this is what people have wanted. People want a very aggressive Kenny Omega to do what he was doing in Japan. Mm-hmm. That cleaner gimmick right. got over. He was aggressive. He was a heel, but he really he was a fan favorite. He was mm-hmm. loved as a heel. He was a cool heel. The whole Bullet Club was a cool heel faction. So I, right. I don't see him being a full-fledged heel. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if he's going to play that character, do they do the feud with Hangman? And how does that affect you know who wins and who loses? They can they can do a nice long program between Kenny and Hangman, but Kenny finally snaps right because yeah, of Hangman's alcoholism. Because of it. <laughs> is that the story? Um, it was mm-hmm. too much for him to deal with, or he just lost his mind. Yeah, I I don't know where it's gonna go from there, but I like the the one thing we're supposed we want to get out of AEW is the Bucks versus FTR, right? That's the match uh, for September. That was supposed to be the match in September. In Chicago, I I would also like to see Kingston versus Moxley. Kingston versus Moxley would be phenomenal in like a Very disgusting good. hardcore match, yeah, like a yeah, really yeah. just like yeah, light bulbs, thumbtacks, barbed wire, maybe a little C four, <laughs> like, C four, like like mines, yeah. just, just just like old school Japanese deathmatch style. Uh, I think that would be a whole lot of fun, um, and then. The the Brian Cage Taz thing is really starting to grow on me. Which one? The Brian Cage Taz stuff is starting oh, to grow yeah. on me. 
So they did a whole thing where uh, on social media, Brian Cage was teasing that he's going to fire Taz. And yeah. during the promo, they said, oh, no, I thought about it. You know, he was going to tear his bicep and he did the right call. And this is why he's a great manager. Mm-hmm. Um, Taz is great. He's phenomenal. Uh, by the way, you want to see look the ratings? Like a potato. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to? Um, yeah. Well, let's do you... let's do let's do the main event and then talk about the ratings. No, no. Uh, uh, match ratings for uh, Extreme Rules. Really quick. Oh, really? Not the, oh, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Okay. I got it. Uh, Kevin Owens, Murphy, three, three and a quarter. Uh, Nakamura and Cesaro, New Day, two point seven five, which I'm shocked. I thought that match was really good. Mm-hmm. Bailey versus Nikki Cross, three point two five. I thought that match was really good. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, four. Asuka, Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. four. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, four. No rating for the um for the swamp. For the swamp. Match. Yeah, for the swamp stomp. Swamp, swamp, swamp. Um. That's interesting. So, all right. So, the main event of AEW, Jurassic Express versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Um, fun match. Yeah. Yeah. You watched it, right? Yeah. And they kept showing uh, Serpentico in the audience. Yeah. So, right? Serpentico has never been on Dynamite, as far as I know. I think he's, mm. done, he's done After Dark, but he's always in the audience. I had no idea what was happening when he showed up. Or okay. when, when uh, you know. They they pretended that it was him. Did you know uh, who he was? Were you aware of it? Aware of the character or aware of who was behind the mask? No, no, no. Like like the character. Yes. See, it took me a while to figure it out. I, I wasn't paying attention. And uh, my mm-hmm. eyes kill me. Sorry, Rich. I'm out of it today. Um, no, it's fine. I, I thought they... I thought it was fine. I, uh, what did you? What did you, people were upset that he came back early? People were. I, I I saw it on social media that people didn't understand what was happening. As far as Sammy pretending to be Serpentico, yeah, taking the taking the Serpentico mask off, and then helping Jericho and the reuniting of the inner circle. Well, obviously, for those that don't know, years ago Sammy said something awful about Sasha Banks. Uh, people came down on him. He had to go to sensitivity training. Without pay, his pay went to a charitable organization, and now he's back. And that's it. I don't have a problem with it. Whatever, you know. Like the dude's back on TV, inner circles back, et cetera, et cetera. Good. If they didn't feel strongly about the dude, they would not have him end the show. Yes, uh, they felt very strong. Very uh, nitroish ending, huh? Attitude era beat down at the end. The way that it yeah. went off the air uh, makes you want to come back next week. That's how wrestling should be, right? It's no longer like that, and I don't get mm-hmm. it. You know, the thing that gripped all of us to wrestling was yeah. the end, right? That's what made you, you know, it's mm-hmm. a total cluster F, and Jim Ross is saying, guys, we're out of time. We'll see you all next week, and Austin is about to stun somebody, and it fades out. Right. <laughs> or, or you know, the corporation is beating down on Austin. We got to go, and then you find out next week mm-hmm. what happened. Right, right. It's not that anymore. And, mm. you know, I get the, Listen, pro wrestling needs storytelling. Like, we, we, you could see great wrestling anywhere, but great right. wrestling will not bring in viewership to that extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the athleticism is great. Uh, the move sets are great. Everybody is able to put on a great match nowadays. So, you need a story, a captivating story that tunes people in. I cannot tell you, and, and I, uh, I'm going to be honest here, majority of people that tuned in during that attitude era, Came for the storylines and definitely not the wrestling because the wrestling was trash. Mm-hmm. It was not good wrestling. 
It was the storyline. It was the Hogan stuff in WCW, turning on WCW in 96, jo- creating the NWO. You came back every week. Right. Who's next to join the NWO? Who's next to defect to the NWO? On the Raw side, Austin McMahon, The Rock, uh, DX. Mm. What's going to happen next? The Undertaker, mm. that bizarro Undertaker Kane storyline. Think about that. Mm-hmm. This guy on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, uh, I'm sorry, YouTube, uh, compiled mm. the entire Undertaker Kane storyline in like 30 episodes. Where it's wow. it's actually done very well. I saw it about three years ago. It was every tiny detail of this that he aired. Mm. And I'm thinking, I go, From my nine- God, think of the long-term storytelling that went on with the debut mm-hmm. of Kane and leading up to that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. That doesn't exist. That it's doesn't... unfortunate. Yeah. You know, because I think, I think obviously competition breeds um, uh, invention, right? Yeah. And I think because now there's like no real competition for WWE and they're starting to, maybe they're starting to regard AEW a little bit, but I think they're so bullheaded that they'll never completely admit that people like watching AEW more than WWE. Um, So you had stuff like that. You had cool shit like DX and The Undertaker and Stone Cold at a necessity. Where is the necessity now to make anything entertaining other than having it as a platform for sponsors because they have such a demographic that watches it? Yeah. Um... Why see we find AEW fresh, right? But there are a lot of people that don't. And I don't know if it's because it, they're not clicking to it or they're just they 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 have a bias. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell what it is. And listen, to each his own. If you I but you cannot tell me that the raw product mm. is better than AEW right now. You can't. Right. I'm talking about the current time period. Currently. I'm not talking about the talent on hand. I'm not talking about uh, you know, the, the the superstar magnitude that WWE has compared to AEW. I'm talking about a weekly mm. television show that you watch. What's an easier watch for you? AEW for two hours on Wednesdays or mm. three hours of Raw? Oh, forget it. Like, AEW two hours on Wednesdays is the easiest two hours of rest- wrestling you watch. it shouldn't be that week. way, guys. It shouldn't be that way. Mm. Raw should not be difficult for people to watch. Uh, I, right. It should not. And I'm not a... a WWE, I don't I don't look at WWE and say they suck. I'm not one of these people. I enjoy WWE right, product. Right. I'm just saying in this current time period, this current time period, AEW is a better product because it's mm-hmm. quicker, it's different. It just all WWE needs to do is change the look a little bit, change the format a little bit. That's all they need to do. And they have a different vibe time doing too, that. right? Yeah, yeah, it's the vibe. It's it's you know what the next spot is going to be in every mm-hmm. match. I could tell you the minute they're about to go to commercial break, the minute they're about to do that 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 outside spot, saying we'll be right back after this. The moment that a promo is about to happen, what the next sentence is going to be in a promo, I shouldn't be able to do that. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way. Well, also, I can't help but think about, and this is my own personal thing. I don't know how you perceive it but i also can't help think about the politics backstage or like the perceived politics that are like like take take cedric and ricochet for example like these sure. dudes should have been on the top of the card yep since they debuted yep. right and what do they for do, some bro? reason they're not 
Right. Okay, let's forget about Cedric, right? Forget about Cedric. Ricochet mm. was a much larger name in pro wrestling. Mm. Right? At the time that right. he went to WWE, that was a huge acquisition for them. Huge. This guy Absolutely. was on top of the indies. Everybody was clamoring about him. Mm-hmm. And they, they've done nothing. They hurt him as a character so much. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not saying that he was going to be world champion, but you know what? If they booked him properly, you know what kind of feuds mm-hmm. he could have had with Roll- Rollins, Styles. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just two names. But they can't do it mm-hmm. because there's so many variables that go into everything that they do. It's not just Rich and myself yeah. coming up with and saying, sitting down at the table and saying, you know what? This guy's great. Let's put him over. Let's let's plan out the next six months of this guy's run mm-hmm. and get him to a main position. No, it's not like that. It's 20 writers. They all have different concepts, and they all compromise on the writing. That's, the, that's how WWE writes. You could have this phenomenal idea, and by the time it gets to TV, you've compromised the whole concept, and it's not anywhere near what you had planned. I hear storyline concepts, okay? I'm told storyline concepts i'm told character development from the point that Mm -hmm. it's conceived by these guys uh two good friends that are writers over there by the the things that they tell me that they want to do and by the time it gets to tv three weeks later or a month later it's it's so depressing to know that your creative work the concept that you Mm -hmm. worked hard on now becomes uh, just nothing bland right why? Why can't there be edge? You know, looking at the ratings. Let's talk about that now, Rich. Lowest mm. rated show of all time this week. Wow. Do you know what the wow. lowest rated? So I'm going to give you this great thing, right? They hit mm. not just the lowest rated show. I mean, essentially, this was the lowest rated show. They had mm. the lowest rated quarter hour in the 27 year history of this company. Do you wow. want to guess what segment it was? Ooh, the big show of Randy Orton. Yes. Lowest rated quarter hour segment in the history of this company Mm -hmm. with two gigantic names in the company's history. Right. The largest athlete in professional wrestling next to Andre, you know, Mm -hmm. that got over. Mm -hmm. And a, a flagship put on the lowest quarter hour. There is something wrong. Yeah. By the way, the coffee kick, baby. You saw how that worked? Good. Uh, Good. You're, you're zooted up right bit. now. It took me a little bit. I'm little, sorry, Rich. I'm sorry. You want me like little, this? Get yeah, ready. a little cocaina. Hold on, hold on. Ready? North that blow. Ready? North that blow. Oh, go. you're going to do it? Did it. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Uh, it's like you're starting uh, a, a speedboat. Yeah. Um, I'm, also getting, mm. I'm also getting a bunch of news if you want me to spoil some mm. stuff for you. Um, did you guys see that yeah, Man please. Hardy video? I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. Matt Hardy put out a video complaining about how his character has been perceived on TV. Mm-hmm. Like bitching and moaning. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's a work from what I could understand. Right. Uh, he's not happy with the direction. Uh, he wrote in the subject. I haven't listened to the full thing, so I need to spend some time watching this. But he says, uh, things haven't gone the way that I initially expected in AEW. I'm in such, frustra- in such frustrating times in the world. Maybe it's time for me to be real. To be me, Matthew Hardy. So, listen, I think this is this is a work. He just went there. 
everything is going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you cannot be frustrated with the lack of your storyline and your character development in, in, in this climate right now, it's just it's a very mm-hmm. difficult thing. I think that's a work. The other thing, it looks like Warhorse is going to be Cody's opponent next week. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I discovered Warhorse a while ago. Um, do, do you know his whole story? No, but I do like him. Yeah, I, I like his. He does this like old school 1980s promo with the face paint. Mm. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with him. There's something interesting about this guy. Do you want old school promos to come back? I would love it. Like just straight looking at the camera and talking about a beating that they're going to give. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Just look me dead in the eyes and tell me how you're going to, you know, mm. beat me up. So uh, those were a couple couple of the hints here uh, happening. Also, let me see. Here's, here. here's another weird thing. Yeah. Here's another weird thing from Raw. Uh, was this Alistair Black's first clean loss? No, um, that's a good question. By the way, dollar ninety nine from Bachelor three thousand. It was right, MG Geek, Mister Gonzo. It was. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. It was his first pin, and he, it was Tehran's. And again, the 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 paranoid fan in me says this is the political Paul Heyman shit. Paul Heyman's gone, so they're saying like, yo, f your guys, like the Paul guys had- you wanted to work on, f them. Paul had. Uh, booked Raw till Mania next year. Just mm. think about that, okay? He had he had. Crazy. Here's the other problem, though. We don't. I I do not believe we need Paul Heyman booking. We don't need Bruce Pritchard no. booking. We don't. We don't need these guys. Uh, they were. Mm-hmm. Paul is a phenomenal mind, and as a consultant, he's unbelievable. But mm-hmm. you need different people now coming up with different concepts. A Paul Heyman booking job. We saw what he was doing. Lana. Lana Lashley, mm. Maria, and Mike. These are Paul Heyman Ooh. bookings from day one. By the way, Bob Rowe, five dollars. Rich, you need self bronzer. You need to get. I'm, I'm, my... You know what? I'm, I'm in the sun all the time. It just does not take. Look at me. <laughs> I'm orange. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we need. We need a new. We need something new on TV. And I, I Bruce Pritchard mm-hmm. is not the answer. Listen, talented guy, nothing to get. Uh, this is not a criticism of Bruce. I just feel that you need to change this. And we're hitting a point where once you lose these guys that are viewing every week, once you break that mm-hmm. that habit cycle, they're never coming back. It's very difficult to get back into this once you're gone. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy. I, I mean, you and I have spoken about this, right? How many times did you fall out of wrestling? Quite a few. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I would say, like, dispassionately, the latest was maybe 2009. But I think definitely, like, WWE for the last, like, since the COVID era of WWE has me severely uninterested. Yeah, I, it's it's not good. It's just not good. And, and a lot of this is not a blame on them. But the TV, the writing of their TV is a major blame on them. You know, they they had a concept. Paul Heyman had a year's worth of story. Um, just didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, what else? Did we and also, like anything else? Well, I, I did listen to the the talk and shop of mania that you suggested last week with Gals and Anderson and Rocky um, talking about their time in WWE. Um, 
and that's another weird Paul Heyman thing too, because these guys were just like, yo, F that guy. Like we, this guy got us fired, you know? Um, Let's talk about the Adam Cole thing. Okay, let's do it. Go into it. So uh, Pat Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, former football player hired by WWE. He actually brought a lot of personality to their NXT broadcast, I think. And I like the dynamic between him and Sam Roberts. Oh, there you Um, go. Just saw the message. Got it. Got it. Thank you. That's a good one. Thank you. That's a good one, right? Very good. Um, That's the best one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so I'm trying to I was trying to be like sneaky about it. Um very good. So so McAfee and um and Adam Cole have a history of going at each other on pre-shows or even like during events. And this has been going on for like the last couple of years, right? So Adam Cole was on his show, was it yesterday or the day before? uh day before yeah or yesterday and they were breaking each other's chops and i do think adam cole in character blasted out some amazing f-bombs his way lost it on him and it was in character a lot of people are are saying that it's not it was 100 percent in character he Mm -hmm. he they've done this on on the pre-shows for nxc for a while Mm -hmm. um they i found it interesting how many people thought it was real like he, he, he they're, yeah. they're, he's a professional listen adam cole's a professional he's not going to do something like that without right. it being an angle it, it, there was nothing that hot in the conversation it was you know obviously but it was a good job by them because you mm-hmm. know what it got a whole bunch of press absolutely again People that's what they need right yeah that is exactly what they need right now shot in the arm like this listen edgy yeah. it was edgy it was different it was out the mm-hmm. box of their normal how they present things uh, I'm curious mm. if Pat's going to get in the ring. He came close, right? He came close at one of the takeovers. He came very close. I th- I, b- I believe he has trained yeah. at the performance center. Yeah, why not? He called they love. Uh... It was it was nice. The best part was uh, when he referred to him as just a punter. He goes out there and just kicks a ball, and he surrounds himself with great people. I, th- I the whole thing was done well, mm-hmm. very well. Yeah, it was fun. I think uh, I think this is going to lead up to something. Why not? Right? Like that'll be a lot of fun. Um, what else? What anything else major happened this week? Uh, I'm trying to see my notes. Um, I don't have much left. I don't have a lot of uh scoops. I'm telling you, I people have been very quiet, and I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that people are on you know limited staff available. Yeah. Um. There was an interesting, um, I don't know if this is planned or not, but uh, um, this dude in Japan, Tetsuya Endo, said he's going to enter the King of DDT 2020 tournament, right? And then when he wins, and then when he wins, he says he's going to challenge Kenny Omega to be his to be the, the number one contender. Hmm. Which is in November. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think? I think that'd be awesome. You know, because, be like, awesome. AW doesn't have that New Japan relationship, but, like, why not let Kenny do DDT, right? Why not let a couple of these guys do what they got? Actually, no, you know what? I'm wrong. They have Mox and Jericho can still do the Japan shows, right? Mox, Jericho could definitely still do Japan. Kenny technically could, mm-hmm. but I, I think they're, they're yeah. you know, they're on some weird... Um, 
It's just some weird thing going on with them. I don't know what. No fly zone. <laughs> I, I find that I, I, you know, I don't know why that relationship fell apart. And I, and I haven't really asked. I should because I know someone that would probably know really well what happened exactly. Um, they, but it fell apart bad, like really bad. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that New Japan thought at one point that Kenny wouldn't leave, but. Right. Listen, you know, living in Japan, it's it's difficult. It's not an easy back and forth. Uh, you know, Kenny has family here, obviously, in Canada. Um, it's a much easier style on your body. You know, Kenny doing these tag matches. By the way, there's a reason why he's doing a lot of these tag matches. I just want to put it out there. He, he's he, He's been feeling a lot of the stuff that he did early in his career now. So if he could do, you know, calm it down a little bit and have these explosive matches for pay-per-views, great. Kenny was doing that every single freaking night in Japan. He was having a stellar match. So uh, yeah. I think very interesting. I, I know that the Bucks were a big problem for them. But let's think about who they lost. New Japan lost, right? They lost Cody. Everybody. Cody. Mm-hmm. The Bucks. I mean, I'm talking about in like a, in a two-year time frame. They lost Nakamura. Right, right. Most, Nakamura, at that time that he left, was probably the second or third most popular wrestler in the company, right? So they lost him. Absolutely. AJ Styles, that brought major eyeballs to New Japan, right? They lost mm-hmm. him. I'm not even going into the Balor stuff, right? I'm, this is post-Balor. Right, right. They lost, uh, they lost Gallows and Anderson, dominant tag mm-hmm. team of their biggest faction. They lost Kenny Omega. They lost the Young Bucks. They lost Hangman Page, which was an up-and-coming star for them. Mm-hmm. They lost um, Cody. And who else? I'm... Somebody else. Marty, maybe. I guess Marty counts as part Marty, of like. Yeah, Marty. You know. They lost Marty. Uh, Ber- mm. Trent Beretta. They lost. Chuck. Yeah. Uh, no, Chuck wasn't there. Was he there? Oh, okay. No, no Chuck, he did. He they was, they he, did. A, it was Rocky on him. He was in New Japan. By the way, Rocky Romero no, no, coming he, back he, on the show soon. Next week, maybe. Yes. Um, Kushida. So, like the in- Kushida, yeah. The interesting thing. With the New Japan stuff, I feel like from a, from my fans' perspective, the writing was on the wall. They wanted Kenny to do the the he they wanted him to spearhead the American expansion, right? Ricochet, Ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they wanted Kenny to spearhead the American expansion, and then when he left, I think they were just like, "F this dude," you yeah. know, like we took a we took a chance on your Golden Lover storyline. In, a, in like the most non-traditional Japanese wrestling way, which I feel like was probably poo-pooed on backstage by a lot of guys. And there's a big rumor that Tanahashi hated it. You know, Tanahashi was but, not a fan of that. Style. That's, that's a legitimate story. A lot of people thought it was a storyline. You're absolutely right. Mm. That was legitimate. Tanahashi was not a fan of Kenny Omega's style. Yeah. Not a fan. But those guys, how many times did they work together? They didn't have a lot of matches together, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I feel I like there was friction there. Well, they were going to have from that a ladder match. Who was he supposed to have right. the ladder match with originally? Who, Kenny? Kenny, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't Tanahashi? Ah, uh, God, I can't I maybe it was Tanahashi and he got hurt, but like, they also did something weird with yeah. uh with Nakamura when he left. He was supposed mm-hmm. to have a match and they didn't do it. Right. I think it was I think when Nakamura left, it was supposed to be him versus Kenny for the Intercontinental title. Possibly, and yes. that never happened. I think so, right? I, I, I'm trying mind... to because this is like, yeah, last three years, right? It's so like a blur. If you're New Japan, you have to be listen. They they had the biggest rate mm-hmm. of talent in the history of that company happen. 
And I'm not talking right. about, you know, people leaving when Anoki was there, uh, all that. Mm. I'm talking, I mean, this was a, trim- oh, Mike Elgin, that was it. Mike Elgin yeah. is another guy they lost. Um, Rickish, uh, Lance Archer, another guy that they lost. So you got to look at this roster. I think, he's, I, guess, I think he can still do it. Who, Lance? Lance Archer, yeah. I, I couldn't remember that something happened. I don't know. Yeah, Kenny and, and, and Tanahashi were supposed to have the ladder match, and then it ended up becoming Elgin, which was a very good match. Okay. Shibata had to retire. Very. I mean, New Japan, right. I could see why they're pissed. Mm-hmm. But you want right. to do a North American expansion, you don't have TV in North America anymore. And that's the other thing. They lost access, right? So they lost Jim Ross on commentary, mm-hmm. and they lost access. Why right. not partner with somebody that has TV? It looks like Impact is going to possibly be doing something with them. I'm hearing rumblings that they're talking mm. because of the Cyrus connection. Mm. So And Gals and Anderson, too. Gals and Anderson are there. Um, mm. So something, there's going to be, there's momentum happening. There's something happening, but I think everything is delayed now mm. because of, you know, the current climate of the fucking planet. So I, mm. I what makes sense to me, is have New Japan and AEW working together, right? Mm-hmm. You could and have the North American title on AEW TV. That's their North American Championship. It's on, it's on there, and that sells New Japan World for their pay per views. And you could do the vice US versa. Champ. US, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, US Champ. Uh, you could have something going vice. You know, that's the only title defended there. And then mm-hmm. you have you make something special. Maybe you do have Tanahashi that shows up. And then it works to a New Japan show. And then maybe you do have mm. an American show up, and that leads to a um, an AEW pay-per-view. Uh, for AEW's mm. sake, they don't want to make the same mistake, and this is what I was told that Ring of Honor did by concentrating so heavily on talent that's not theirs. Yeah. Um, however, I think, for New J- I think for Ring of Honor, they had no choice. They had to do it that way. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. A hundred percent. But so the landscape going forward, would you be cool with the an impact new Japan deal? Yeah. I, so w- did you watch the pay-per-view, the impact pay-per-view? I watched the highlights. Okay. I, I ordered the pay-per-view. That's the first time in a very long time. I actually ordered an impact pay-per-view. Generally, I watched the clips mm-hmm. the following day. Um, I enjoyed that show. The buzz that impact got uh, from that mm-hmm. was tremendous. Uh, compared to you know previous shows that they've put on where nobody talks about it, nobody does anything. Um, do you, uh, I got a message and broke my brain for a second? Sorry, guys. Are you okay, they had, is it a ghost? Are you being haunted? It's a ghost. I'm being haunted. I've been haunted for years. This is the haunting has been happening for for years now with my life. Um, <laughs> when when you looked online, I think they released that this was the highest rated pay-per-view that impact has done in god knows how long probably going back to you know the kurt angles and and the the hogan era and all that stuff i mean they Mm -hmm. did they did a very strong number uh in a time Mm -hmm. in a time where nobody really you know is is really hot on the product but they did a great job on that Mm -hmm. show gals and anderson being there is going to help the great north is a great tag team yeah yeah um I, i i i was it was it, it, I enjoyed the show, and I cannot remember the last time I really enjoyed an Impact pay per view. Yeah, and plus it's, you have you have like Heath, Rhino, Myers, Gals and Anderson, Eric Young's back. Um, 
I think you're going to be in for like some cool stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, let's do our Q&A. Uh, this is our mailbag segment. Submit your questions in the chat room. Uh, we're going to give you guys a minute to submit it over there. Here on YouTube, we, we got about mm. 50 people watching because nobody knows we're live right now because we're doing a Friday show, mm. which is fine. I kind of like this. I like the small group aspect of this. Uh, submit your questions in the chat room. Also, if you we're almost at 4,000 subscribers here on YouTube. That was our goal for the year. We wanted to build our YouTube page uh, more and more. Mm. We're almost at 4,000, so hit the subscribe button here on YouTube. Hit the like button. Tell your friends. You could also subscribe to us. We're everywhere podcasts are available. You could subscribe to us there. Uh, I believe we're going to have our video on Spotify in the coming weeks. Uh, they reached out oh to my. us and asked us if we want to submit our video on Spotify. So we're going to be on Spotify with the video. The video is available also anywhere. But uh, I always tell people, mm. watch it on YouTube. It's the best service. My hosting provider is not so great for the video. It's going to be a little slow. Mm. But the best video you're going to get is on YouTube. Uh, you want to listen to the podcast on the go. You could do that with any podcast application. Just search for the Matt Men podcast mm-hmm. and you'll find us there. All right. Question time. Uh, do you want to read the questions? Um. Where will Zack Ryder show up at? Ah, uh, I don't have I don't have any insight on that. Uh, but I'm gonna say AEW. What do you think? Uh, I think so too. I think uh, I think he's gonna end up being one of the challengers for Cody's actually, TV title. Actually, I may take that back because Ryan Myers is on uh, Impact. True. Um. Wow, I just got some big news. Hit me. Uh, I have not confirmed this, but this is coming from somebody that has been spot on. I'm being told that mm. Edge and Daniel Bryan have been added to the creative team for WWE. Oh, fantastic. I, I got to confirm. I just had it go right to me. This is our Q&A segment, so I thought I'd bring it up here. Uh, very interesting. That's very interesting. And two great minds. Great. That's great. I think Edge could book the shit out of anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, sorry, sorry, Rich. I interrupted you there. But do you think uh, I'm thinking maybe Impact? Because you saw that photo of uh, all the WWE guys in Impact just giving the finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was great. I, yeah, so maybe maybe he'll go there. I don't know. Uh, good question though. Right. Uh, here's here's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on one second. Oof. Any wrestler that you've ever seen in person whose physical stature wowed you? wowed me in a bad way or wowed me in a good way let's do both let's say wowed you in a bad way and okay. wowed you in a good way i'll tell you i very very easily um rvd mm-hmm. wowed me in a in a in a good way i did not realize how big dude right he is thick he's a yeah. big dude he's a very big dude and you don't you don't really get that on mm-hmm. tv but this guy was like 200 i, I saw him in like what was it 98 99 at the wrestling mm-hmm. universe when it was Ooh, on Springfield yeah. Boulevard. Not when it, when it was on. It was right by Cardoza High School. So I used to go there every day and get mm-hmm. tapes from Jack. Um, I saw him there and he was a big guy. Very impressive. Uh, in a not so impressive way, uh, people are going to be shocked. Matt Hardy. Uh, years ago. And I'm not talking about currently. Really? Like Matt in his worst. When Matt was not doing so great. I saw him at a wrestling convention. Might have been mm. 2012 or 13. 11 or 13 oh when you went to the big event with jess yeah 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 yeah. i went to go see uh our buddy stevie (laughs) there stevie richards and uh because he's like 10 minutes from our house where the big event was and uh i saw matt hardy and i was like wow yeah and um danny davis was hitting on my wife he really loved her (laughs) 
so, so Matt Hardy is, is okay. My two would be uh, 1999. I came across Bam Bam Bigelow, and that dude was gigantic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's big. On the opposite end of the spectrum, when we went to that Ring of Honor show, and yep. uh, I ended up meeting um, the Viking Raiders, War Machine. And I was like, sad that I was taller than them. Yeah, they're small. They're not tall. I was like, ah. Oh. You know, I'm also I'm also like six two, six three. Yeah, you're and I kinda dude. wanted I wanted them to be like six five, six six. Yeah. I wanted them to be like giant MFers. And I was like, ah, you guys are like five ten, which is so, fine. But <laughs> So let me think. Let me get another one here. I like this. Um impressive stature. Uh Taz was weird when I met Taz, because he's so wide. And this is like peak Taz, you know? Uh, he's a big dude too, which you don't get that impression when you compare him to right. WWE guys. I think that's the thing. Oh, oh you know what? Cody. When we saw Cody oh, at Evolve, yeah. uh, this is a big dude. Big dude, yeah. Uh, Drew? Very interesting. At Evolve also? Oh, Drew is huge. Drew, but I mean, yeah. he looks big, but Drew is gigantic. Gigantic. Um, I think the thing is when you go to these indie events, you start realizing how small a lot of the guys are. And WWE does a great job of like how they film. Like Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is yeah. a very small guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's ripped as hell. He's athletic, but he he's small in stature. Mm. So um you don't really you kind of see it, but it's way more. Uh Marty's way Marty's small too. When I met mm. Marty. Uh you know, but he kind of looks he's he, he looks exactly like he looks on TV, so I don't know. Uh, Bob Rowe in our chat. Yeah. And where is SummerSlam headed? That's a great question. They have not announced it. It's not in Boston. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm I'm a little surprised. I was told it's going to go to the Performance Center, but it, they may be working on something different now. I know they want to do something different because they're realizing that the aesthetics suck. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do we have? Uh, let's see. Shin, who is good enough to take the title off Drew out of who is available during the pandemic? Um, who is good enough to take the title off Drew that's available during the pandemic? So we're not going to count Lesnar, obviously. We're not counting Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. Um, right. Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. That that people would enjoy, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know what I would love to see? Well, Edge is hurt. He can't do it. I was going to say mm-hmm. Edge. Uh, Daniel Bryan's not going to do it because uh, his wife is going to give birth soon. Nikki Bella, I believe, is going to give birth in, in a week or, or a couple mm-hmm. days. She made a post today saying that she was, like, getting ready. Uh, so, ah, uh, God, I that's a great question. Well, I'm going to pass to you. Uh, that's a tough one. I do see Drew having hanging on to that belt for a very, very long time. I don't think there's anybody... I don't think there's anybody on the roster currently that's a viable contender to un, to dethrone him before there's a show in front of a crowd. You know, I think yeah. once we get the crowds back, I think you're going to get a really awesome program between him and Roman Reigns. That's just my gut instinct. I think him you're going to have a nice. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Roman would be good. I, I know the plan was Lesnar for SummerSlim. That was that's what they were mm. doing. Um, By the way, did you see that picture of Rusev? Looking big, dude. Jacked. He's looking remarkable. Maybe he's coming back Shredded. to WWE. You never know, man. So look at the uh, chat room. I'm looking at this. Similar to Andrade dethroning him. Maybe Andrade could do it. Andrade could beat him. That's a built-in storyline. <laughs> um, it looks like Lashley, they're going to build him up to be a major opponent again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orton maybe could beat him, believably. 
Yeah, no, Orton, absolutely. But, like, Orton's old hat at this point, you know, like, they they can put the title on him and he'll have a run for, like, two months and whatever. Uh, has, you want to do the next question? Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I, I just want to, no, you pick it, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know mm-hmm. what's the most daunting thing from all this today? Shin is six mm-hmm. foot six. I was, I was going to say that. I was going to work that into my next uh, comment, but yes, I agree. Uh, Shin, I can't believe you're six six. I can't believe I that you were either. Six nine. I can't believe that either. Thought, I'm actually shocked. Yeah. Shin, Very when are you going to come to New York so we can all hang out together? Oh, man. I want to, I want to chill. Yeah, I just want to chill with Shin all day. I want to eat snacks. Mm. I want to watch women's wrestling with him because I feel like that's what he likes. He likes women's wrestling a lot. I don't know why I feel that way. He's really into like women's independent independent wrestling. I want to do that. Like and I just want him to like heck, mm-hmm. heckle heckle um uh Deacon and maybe watch him Dragon Ball Z with him because I feel like he likes DBZ. What's what's the better plan for you, Shin? Do you want to do all that with Andrew, or do you want or do you want to team up with me and three D Deacon through a table? No, uh, that's in, that's a- in that's the living very... room of uh, in the living room where the studio is. By the way, Shin said, "Wow, nailed it." <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Great. Okay, you know, I look forward so... to seeing him in the chat room just just so he heckles Me Deacon. Too. I absolutely love it. Uh, all right, go pick some questions. I'm enjoying this. Do you think the the AEW's women women tag team division? This is from Large Twenty Three. Do you think the AEW women's tag team division will be better than WWE's women's tag team division? Things are going to be equally as bland. Um, yeah, I'm not very impressed by the women's division in AEW. It's not a great division. I mean, yeah, they have they have talent, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's really they got they got to get they got to get it moving, you know. And also accessibility to a lot of talent. A lot of the UK talent's not available. A lot of the Japanese talent's not available. A lot of the mm-hmm. North American talent's not available. So I'm going to give them. I'm not going to make a judgment on them, but I do think that the WWE has a has a much stronger. WWE has a much stronger women's division than AEW. I agree with that. Okay. Um, they, they, we're, I, like when I was watching AEW the other night with my wife, we were just kind of like bullshitting about that. And I enjoy the AEW's women's division, but there's maybe like two, like Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker uh, are the only two that pop out for me. Right. Yeah, is, Britt Baker's good. On on the WWE side, you have like they they just they pop in a very interesting way. It's Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, um, Carrie Sane, right? You have Charlotte Flair. Like you when you see these women, Shana. you're like, oh, they, they can work and they're stars. Yeah. Right? I think the interesting thing with AEW right now is that we're watching them develop these personalities, which is really cool. But on the other end, you can tell when somebody's polished and when somebody isn't, right? Yeah, it, it's very obvious. Uh, it, so, because they, they don't have that. WWE knows how to mask everything. Mm-hmm. Smoke and mirrors top to bottom. You know, I don't know if you were on on Sunday when I was bringing this up, but. Uh, they they showed something on on WWE about on on their website about the debut of the 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 four mm. horsewomen, right? So you saw, I think it was mm. when, uh, who debuted all together? It was Bailey, it was Sasha, and it was uh Charlotte, right? They all three of them mm. debuted together, and then Becky later, and right? Becky, yeah. So I I don't know if Becky was in the photo that I saw, but I was looking at Sasha mm. and I was looking at Charlotte more than anything else. 
And you're like, oh my god. Mm. They have developed these characters into mm-hmm. something unbelievable. Like, the, just the overall presence and how they look like. Charlotte mm. was, there was nothing special about Charlotte. There was nothing special about uh, Sasha Banks when she showed up. Mm. It really, it was just bland. And then they have been able to take this and make it into everything any talent does in WWE. And, and you're talking about only mm. a couple of years ago. Everybody looks top to bottom perfect. Right. The outfits are perfect. The the everything is perfect. I mean, the hair, the mm. makeup. I mean, guys too, for the guys as well. Mm. I think that masks a lot of it and AEW hasn't hit that point yet. Well, also, I think the interesting like and this is not a knock on anybody, but like for example, I was when we were watching AEW today and it was the Hangman versus the Allen Angels match. Um, and the dark order was on top of the stage and, you know, like they're watching the match or whatever. My wife was like, who, who are these jerk offs? <laughs> like these guys, these, all these, all these guys look like shit. Like, who are they? You know? And I was like, that's very interesting because like, take a look at hangman, that dude, great tights, great outfit. He had the sequins with the horse and the, you know, it says hangman on the side, very polished, right? Yeah. Guy's got a couple of bucks in his pocket. He's been at this for a while. He can get the good tights right get good stuff made it helps enhance the whole thing whereas like the dark order guys you know like apart from brody lee they're all they all still have that indie shine to them yeah you know um there's nobody there's no seamstresses working 24 7 to to construct like these perfect outfits you know yeah and it's not a knock it just is what it is and i think that ruins your perception of wrestling on tv because every outfit in the wwe looks amazing right Mm-hmm. Every, every everybody's gear looks everyone's gear looks top to bottom friggin awesome yeah um thoughts on AEW's new italy tv deal so uh, for people who don't know uh wwe was dropped from their mm. station in italy and replaced with aew because of their terrible ratings oh wow yeah they've been doing terrible in italy by the way the uk numbers are not much better uh WWE does really bad mm. in the ratings for SmackDown and Raw. Uh, but, however, AEW is on a much better station than them and does double their viewership. Oh, wow. By the way, when we talk about the viewership, we're, because of how it's presented, right? The timing and mm. everything. AEW is doing like 32,000 viewers. And it, WWE does like 10, 12. Uh, there were weeks that Capital Wrestling on the Fight Network in mm. the UK was beating Raw and SmackDown astronomically in the race oh wow yeah wow so they're not positioned well i don't know what that means uh when you look at it that canada numbers are okay wwe's i don't know i gotta I, you know what i need to get those ratings i'm curious what they're getting on 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 can in canada for AEW and wwe very curious i want to figure that out all right what else do we have who would oh, hang on i had it right here from work to shoot wrestling who should and who who should and who will defeat Cody and Moxley for their championships? Oh, that's cool. Um, who should defeat Moxley for the championship? I maybe maybe I'm gonna go Kenny. I'll agree with no, that. No, you know what? I don't want to see that match again. Why not? I don't. I'm gonna go MJF. That's supposedly the next feud, right? I don't think MJF should have the title right now. Obviously, in the future, you know, like he's going to have like a nice title run. But I think I think keep that belt on Mox for like a good long time. And then 
it needs a proper build, right? So I think heel Kenny versus Mox would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it depends. It depends because Mox is like he's the cool face, right? How about Rusa beating Cody? I'd be okay with that. Or um, Zack Ryder if they sign him. Somebody, I, I, you know, I think mm-hmm. that TNT title. I think Cody is a great first champion. And by the way, they're doing the same thing they did with the AW main title, right? The world title. Mm-hmm. You have an established guy that's you know a veteran that has the title, and whoever gets it next will be the guy. So maybe for Cody's sake, it should be MJF. MJF gets the TV title, hangs on to it for a while, cuts these unbelievable promos, does the open challenge where he's just beating, you know, uh, nobodies. And then finally you have the guy after a couple of months that you want to mm-hmm. push beating him. Um, I, I, as far as Mox goes, I, I don't know because he has such a unique style. Uh, right. I don't know who could gel with that on, on, on a unbelievable, you know, match. Mm hmm. Uh, that that would be at that level. I don't know. I, I'm curious who... You're right. Maybe Ken, Kenny would be the best one. I'm still going maybe MJF. Uh, I don't know who else they have on that top tier. Who else do they have? If they if they do something cool with Pac when he comes back, that would be that would be awesome. Okay, Pac. I, I definitely don't think it's going to be Brian Cage. No. Not for a while. Yeah. No, I, All these... It like, I think a lot of the... the the cool thing about the AEW roster is a lot of those dudes could certainly hold that belt. You can see every, you can see Darby Allen, um, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Cody, MJF. You can see all these dudes hold that that heavyweight championship, right? I could tell you that there is no plan for Darby Allen to hold the title. Hey, listen, man, you never know. You never um, know. You never know. Imagine Hangman, you get Super Jack, Kenny. Can you imagine that? That'd be great. Great underdog story, you know. You can see any one of these dudes hold this title at some point in their careers. Jericho gets another run. Sammy Guevara gets a run. Jack Hager gets a run. You know, like you can do uh, one-week title runs like they did in Attitude Era, right? Yeah. You could do that. Um, I'm trying to think who else could do this. Penta. Penta. Penta versus Mox would be friggin' unbelievable. Penta, I would. You know what? That's a, that's a good one to see. Mm-hmm. I would love to see. Uh, how about uh, how about we bring? You know what? You know what I want to see. This is what I want to see. You ready for this? For mm-hmm. Darby Allen, go ahead. I want him to get super jacked. Like, um, mm-hmm. I want him to get super jacked and come back. And that's his thing, right? But wait, mm-hmm. I want him to look like the, what's his name? Jerry only from the Misfits. Just like the devil lock and the face paint. Well, do you remember when he was super jacked in WCW? Yes, he's a big. He's a big dude. Yeah, it's like yeah. I met. I met Jerry. I met Jerry only. I should have. That, that's a good one. I met Jerry only at a comic con a few years ago, and he was sitting down at a booth, and nobody was around. And me and my buddy were like, "What's going on?" We started bullshitting with him, and he stood up, and I was like, "Yo, this dude is maybe like six five, six six like natural dude and i was blown jacked. away by that yeah he was really jacked i mean at, at one point this guy was a mm. big dude that's what i want to yeah i want jerry only i want to be like a jerry only gimmick he just comes out with the guitar and skateboard and he has like the eyeliner on he's super jacked like way too big how would for his you body. oh how would you <laughs> like cody versus vampiro vampire yeah, not now I would have loved to see that no. years ago. Years ago, yeah. 
All right. What else? I mean, like Lucha Underground Vampiro kind of rocked when he had like I guess I guess that was like his final match, right? Lucha Underground. Yeah, he died. Mm. Didn't he die in there? Um, I think so. Uh, according to Mister Gonzo, Triple A postponed Triple Mania, and Kenny is still their champion. Kenny is still their champion. Yeah, I find that funny that he's he's Triple A's world champion and Moxley is the mm. U.S. champion for New Japan. It's That's pretty dope. I gotta yeah, say I, that 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 kind of stuff really does it for me with wrestling, where it's like, but he's the champion over here, and then like this guy can go this way, and this guy can do this. Um, um, do you think AEW is gonna get Rey Mysterio? No, I think he's staying with WWE. You think so? Yeah. Would it wouldn't it be cool if he shows up on Wednesday and beats Cody for that title? Love it. At some point, that'd be awesome. Uh, Lance Archer could beat him for the TV title. That's another good pick. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of guys for that TV title. I just don't know who they have for the world title right now. That's established enough. Mm. All right. What else do we have? Anything else? We got one more from Hothead. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, following following up on my question from a few weeks ago about AEW running a 40% Sears Center, does AEW still have a deposit on the Sears Center for All Out? Yes, they do. Uh, AEW still has a deposit on there. They, they I, I asked last week if it was they still had it. They said yes. Uh, who, who told me? Not AEW. Somebody connected with them. Um, I spoke to someone in the Sear, at the Sears Center, someone that works there that's a fan of ours a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not think it was happening at the Sears Center. This was like a month ago, though, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what the what the plan there is, mm-hmm. but they definitely want to have a live show. I think everybody, listen, I think everybody's getting very antsy right now. They want to have live shows. Uh, everybody wants live oh, absolutely. shows. Uh, baseball's really weird without a crowd. I'll tell you that. Hey, baby. Today's opening day for the Mets. I know. Opening day, baby. Let's see what happens. Four o'clock, they're playing. Uh, which I'm I'll excited. Watch I'm barbecuing a little bit after this. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Conrad still has a deposit for StarCast around All In 2. Oh, wow. uh, last I saw. Yeah. So, I mean, they're waiting. Uh, they have a very good relationship with, with them over there at the Sears Center. Uh, very good relationship. So I, I even it doesn't really mean much that they have the deposit because I know that they're not going to screw them out of that building. It brings a lot of money to that building. WWE doesn't run the Sears Center. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, a month from now, it's a, maybe a different story. You know, a month from now, we could either have. I don't know. Do you think it's going to be really good in a month? No, I don't know. No, well, I think I, I think we're this anymore. We're looking at January, dude. At Shit. this point, we're looking at January. Come on, man. I need to open my businesses. I got to open my clubs. Better start uh, stocking up water. Are you guys doing uh, drive through uh, lap dances? That no. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at New York. I mean, listen, New York's numbers are really stellar. We're New York's doing great right now, but I understand yeah. you can't. The second you open things up again, it's going to start getting bad again. So we don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I I'm done speculating with this. I, I nobody knows anymore. Right. This isn't something I can predict. I don't know what what to do. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, 299 days since the last Mets live game. Bobro with the stat. Crazy. Uh, all right, one more. Well, let's do one more question, guys. One more question. Uh, any predictions for SummerSlam card? I have no idea. Yeah, no. Yeah, one more question here. Uh, Deegan says he's going to get a UPS driver outfit and sneak into City Field to he say he's got a. 
he's got to deliver important baseball items. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. Mm-hmm. I am here with baseball items. He just wants to be, you know, his fantasy in life is that he's Doug Heffernan. Uh-huh. And he's married to Carrie and, you know, like that's that's the fantasy he has in life. That's his goal in life. <laughs> he wants to be Doug Heffernan from King mm-hmm. of Queens. Do you um, know how many times I get asked? Do you get asked that a lot with like viewers what? asking if like if your life is like King of Queens? No, you know what I do get? Uh, I get and this is this is going to be a joke in and of itself. But the one question I do get is when people find out my wife is Greek, they go, oh, just like that movie, my big fat Greek wedding, because oh you're not really? Greek. And I'm, really I'm like, yes, it's exactly like it. But that. you're close you know? enough. <laughs> you know, I don't need to know meat. Blah 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 blah. Well, but her, her, her family's not off the boat, me. you know. No, they're not off. That's they're, like they're an very all. Americanized. Um, yeah, yeah. So except her, though. That's the one question her. I get. No, no, her family's Americanized. Except oh, yeah, that's her. right. <laughs> I, you know what happened with? Uh, okay, we could tell the story, right? So Vicky mm. grew up here, obviously, and when she was thirteen years old, she bumped her head in Greece. Yeah, and after that, she forgot about her identity in America. She thought that she's like native Greek, and she speaks English with a broken accent. Oh yeah, it's like That's a, a complete sitcom <laughs> sitcom storyline. She got hit in the head with a coconut. She got hit in the, she got hit in the head with a hard gyro. And she <laughs> <forgot who> she <laughs> a stale gyro. Mm-hmm. We put the rocks in the gyro now. Uh, <laughs> that's how they eat it in Greece. They just eat rocks mm-hmm. in their gyro. That's a fact, boys and girls. They, got, uh, they, got hard they go chompies. down to the beach. They collect the rocks. They put it in. Put the sauce in the meat, and they go here. You go. Um. No, I get asked all the time. I at least I used to. I haven't in a while, but they used to ask me, uh, how like is my house like King of Queens? Like, do I live in a house like that? Is Queens really mm. like that? And I don't live in a house like King of Queens, but my father does live in my basement. Mm. So and I got a loud mouth Italian wife, so that, that kind of works, right? So you're agreeing with it. I got an Italian Puerto Rican wife. So yes, I, I I'm living the life. I'm Doug Heffernan in in this universe. That is true. Um, so let's I, see, one I, more. I keep. Yeah, go, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I always confuse King of Queens with Everybody Loves Raymond, but I, I know it's everybody a spinoff. Loves... By the way, you want to know the most unlike. If I find Carrie from King of Queens, Carrie mm-hmm. Heffernan, to be very attractive on that show, mm-hmm. just sure. it's it's the epitome of a uh, of a girl from Queens. That that is that like is that the dumper? epitome. I love it. Like that dumper. Love the, dump, the dumper, the dump, well, the dumper. Um, however, you want to watch the total opposite. Is uh, everybody? Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, I hate the wife. I hate the mother. Mm-hmm. That is a Long mm-hmm. Island family. Yuck! Mm-hmm. They suck. The brother mm-hmm. that's a that's a giant sucks. Well, Ray I call Romano him, sucks. Um... The wife. What's the wife's name? Diane. I don't, I don't even know. The mother, they you all know, suck. Like I hate them. Uh, uh, oh, you know, my wife, my mom, my mom. My brother. My, my brother. Mo- <laughs> uh, you know, my mom. I hate it. I hate I don't I don't get I like it. Brad Garrett, who plays his brother, I always I've called him Brad Garrett, the monster from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> That's like what he's credited as. At least in my head. Yeah. Uh, I hate Ray Romano. Be, one, he sucks. One more question. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Do you, this is from Faustino Vargas. Hey, guys. Do you see WWE or AEW shutting down if cases continue to go up in Florida? No, I uh, do not. I don't either. They're, no, they're, not, they're not shutting down production. 
the show must go on. The show must go uh, on. That's that's uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and this is this is quite morbid, right? This is quite uh, morbid. But WWE saw a man die at a pay per view. Oh yeah, and they kept the yeah, show they, going. They don't care. They they, they do. Next they week, are still gonna run constantly every week. They're gonna run their show. They're gonna run their show. They're gonna run their show. AW two. Listen, uh, those guys are doing okay. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're doing proper screening. They're doing all the, the right stuff. That, that's the most that you could ask for. Uh, I, I believe in being responsible, but I also believe in not shutting down the entire freaking planet for this. At this point, mm. you got to do something. You got to be you got to take proper precaution. You got to move forward. You got to do yeah. all the right things. But I don't agree with just shutting all the production down. Just not not a, agree. Not going to happen. I'm, I don't agree with gross people. I think there's too many gross people that we can't. Uh, hold accountable. Um, also, Dude. next week, can we do the show in uh, Ray Romano voices? Hey, you know my wife. Uh, uh, my you know, I want to uh, talk about Drew McIntyre. Uh, you know, I love that Dolph Ziggler guy. Oh, man. Let's talk about Kenny America. <laughs> <laughs> Any right. voice I do turns into a vampire I love of it. some yeah. sort. Uh, you know what uh, I found? I, I, mm-hmm. I found that photo of Bobby Lashley dressed like Grandpa Al Lewis that Jonathan made a while ago. Oh, and it, it has to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. I, I literally laughed out loud just staring at my phone. It was that funny. I, I love that one. And I have one on my phone, too, where he's wrapped in mummy bandages. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Loves Matt Men will be our Ray Romano mm-hmm. spinoff. Uh, yeah. All right. Time to wrap it up. I got a piece so bad. I drank so much liquids. I had like two cups yeah. of coffee while we were doing the show. Uh, go to our website. My GFQ, yeah, GFKnetwork.com. Uh, go subscribe to us. We're everywhere. Podcasts are available. By the way, we're almost at 4,000 subscribers here on YouTube. Do us the favor Ooh. and subscribe. We need, I think, seven more subscribers to hit 4,000. And the next goal will be five and six and 20. We're doing this. We're doing it, baby. It's a new world. Uh, hit the subscribe button and uh, subscribe to us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back next week, obviously. Follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. You can follow me, at Andrew Zarian. You can follow Rich, BTC Rich. Join the Facebook group. Join the Discord everywhere. We're everywhere. We'll see you all next time. Take care. Hell yeah. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.